0: What's up, everybody. It's Judith A. be listening to Mad Love. I was just sitting here thinking, you know, we can't have a meaningful discussion about anything in America without race entering it. And I, I know that's by design, because as soon as you start down the rabbit hole of race, then you don't have to talk about whatever it was you were trying to talk about in the first place, right? Um, but what I really am curious about is what Are those tactics used when it comes time to talk about um, equal pay for women, um, discrimination against women? Because it's still happening. It's still happening. You know, the Me Too movement was just the beginning. That has been going on since the beginning of the film industry. You know, you hear these horrible stories about um, actresses being brutalized sexually, uh, sometimes because the the person was a big star see kirk douglas and natalie wood um google that um no one will come out on the record and say that it actually happened but i mean the story is a a old kirk douglas i guess he was you know 30 or 40 uh, i don't know his age to be honest with you he was he's always been old in my lifetime you know uh the late kirk douglas But the story goes that he, you know, was a fully grown man. She was about 16. She was a new actress. And he brutalized her sexually. He put her in the hospital. And back in those days, there was no TMZ. Nobody talked about it. And, you know, then you've got the number of people who who were sexually extorted to get a role in a movie. You know, I... There are many rumors about several actors that's like, oh, actresses, well, you you only she got the role because she slept her way to the top. She got put in positions because she was willing to have sex with these producers to get the role. I mean, that is just that is not an above board way to do business. And I get frustrated because just like everything else, as soon as you try to bring up the issue, somebody diverts it and turns it into something else. And it's like, no, women deserve equal pay. I know people who've done the same job, the exact same job and for some reason they just got paid less than the men. And it was just it's extraordinary. It's the exact same job. You know, there's nothing different. You know, they it wasn't experience differential, nothing. So it's just frustrating. I personally have seen situations I've personally been in situations where inexplicably have the same job title, and someone makes twenty thousand dollars more than me for no other reason, uh, I guess, other than they had testicles. It had that's the only thing It couldn't have been more experienced because i was I was there first. <laughs> Unbelievable and it still goes on. It goes on every day. There's some man who thinks a woman isn't worth her value. And then I think it's even worse if you if you if you factor in the people who make money just off of their looks. Oh, I'll give you a promotion cuz you're pretty. Like that kind of it still happens, dude. I'm telling you. Look around, pay attention and you know, I know people are upset about Roe v. Wade and we should be, but also like men have not evolved. Some men really are just like they were in the forties. They were just born later. They were born in the sixties and seventies, but they're still very much like women don't have any value beyond what they can do for you sexually, which is really depressing. If you think about it, because it's like, I guess we'll just never really evolve. And people love the status quo. If something around you isn't changing, it's because someone loves the status quo. If you're city, so if you're in a city like mine, like St. Louis, which I don't know how much longer I can live here, truthfully, it's super depressing, but I love my friends here. And I have family, some family here. It's dwindling, but I do have family here here still. And, um, you know, but this place, it's like the status quo. I think people hate change. And so they just convince themselves that, you know, nothing's ever going to change. So... You know, nothing has happened bad to me personally. So I'll just keep voting in the same people who are doing absolutely nothing to grow our city or to make our city appealing to anyone outside of it. I mean, this place is and it's home. You know what I mean? It's home. Like, but I know why all my friends who are from here who moved to other cities could never live here. You know they'll never live here. They they didn't raise their kids here. They just could not see themselves being St. Louis, and I get it. I had no intention of coming back here. It was it was my mom. If my mom had been healthy, I would not have stayed here, honestly. So I don't know, but I think St. Louis is. You can look around and see that this is not a progressive place in any way. We're not leading the charge in women's rights or women's issues or uh, diversity and inclusion, Um, none of that. I don't see us being leaders in any of that. Now, are there pockets and companies and startups and little places where those things aren't true? Probably, probably. But the overall energy of the whole metropolitan area is not progressive. And I actually don't like that word anymore because I feel like it's been overused and and underrepresented in reality. Uh St. Louis is not a progressive area, so you can't really be a progressive here. You know, you're going to hit a ceiling. And if you've only ever lived in St. Louis, you really can't have a conversation with me about progress. Because there's nothing progressive about this place. There's been no progress made. And I used to defend it vociferously. No, you know, I had a coworker, former coworker, tell me that, uh, St. Louis is like the forties. And I was like, damn, that sounds horrible. I I was like, maybe, maybe the early sixties before civil rights, but she, she probably wasn't wrong. I mean, people here are really stuck in the past. You cannot have a conversation with anybody over a certain age before they start talking about white people. Uh, Oh, all these white people been doing it. And it's like, dude, what are you talking about? Corruption is corruption. You know, bad stuff is just bad. It doesn't matter who's perpetrating it. If we're not stopping it, you know, and if you go behind them and do it too, how does that make you any better? So it's like, you know, I just, it really is. It's weird because it's, it's sort of the South, but not really, but there's a strong Southern influence here and, you know. I, it's it's tough. It's tough because you want to see it as a, a sophisticated place in certain ways, but it's just not. There's very little sophistication here. The electorate is very uninformed. People don't watch the news or read the newspaper, and I get it because neither one of them are exemplary ways to get your information. But, you know, our newspaper might be one of the worst ever for a daily I mean, they literally have such a huge bias and they don't report everything. You know, they just don't. And when they do report it, uh, the bias is obvious. You know, I think they've just been bought and sold. I think the politicians have put a lot of money in their pockets and some of the worst ones never get covered. (laughs) You never know. So and then they go turn around and endorse them for the elections. It's nutty. It's crazy. This might be the most corrupt city no one talks about. I mean, we're Detroit level. Um so yeah, I don't know. It's it's an interesting thing. I think sexism is still alive. Misogynism misogynistic behavior is still alive and well and uh no one talks about it. No one talks about that. No one talks about um I mean, everybody's excited about racial inclusion and diversity, but you know, I'd be happy Uh, if we could talk about income disparity between men and women and why, you know, as a woman, you're just automatically going to pay me less, even though many women are single parents and need more money. That's weird. I think that's, I think America hates poor people. America hates women. And yeah. And I think there's a lot of resentment. It may not be flat out hatred, but there's a lot of resentment towards poor people and women. And we could fix this country if we fix those two issues. Literally. And stop dividing everybody up into some sort of demographic. Just let's leave it at women and poor people. So... Anyway, I know that's a hot take for a Friday. It's not exactly fun or funny, <laughs> but, you know, we bring it here. Mad love is about uh, the issues that are on my mind when I wake up, and that's what I was thinking about. Sexism is alive and well, and when you see it up close, it's disturbing. It's very disturbing. We are far from a utopia. I understand that. But this is a country with a lot of resources and a lot of means. And if you want to make an impact in the world and you want to, you know, go start your own company and, and be your own boss and just make sure you're treating people well. All the people, not just the male people and not just the people you want to have sex with. And I don't mean male M-A-I-L. I mean M-A-L-E, not just your your. uh your boys clubs, treat everybody well, pay them fairly and not just based off of how they look and what you think they can do for you. That's insidious behavior. And, you know, I just have to think there's some karmic debt coming for some folks and it's going to hurt bad, but it won't be me. I was watching a video the other day, uh, yesterday, I didn't even read it or watch it. I read the headline and it was like, IRS hiring 87,000 agents to come after you. Well, they won't be coming after me because I have paid my taxes diligently. And uh, I've always tried to do the right thing. So, you know, if if hearing that the IRS is, is staffing up and bulking up and even bringing on its own police force, if that makes you nervous, then you just haven't been living right. You know, it's like you police don't make me nervous because I don't do anything. You know, I work with police officers. I just, you know what I mean? I heard somebody was saying, oh, one of these liberal dudes on this show. I hate uh, our political show here. And he was like, black people have a huge mistrust, distrust of the police. And I'm like, not all black people. And on top of that, if you live in a vulnerable community and you call the police, you expect them to show up. And there are people who want the police to show up and they happen to be black. Stop feeding into this goofy narrative that all black people are afraid of the police. All black people hate the police. That's not true. There are a lot of black people who've had storied careers as police officers. And I'm telling you, as someone who lived in a vulnerable community where you were constantly like, if I don't call the police, these people are gonna kill each other. If I don't call the police, these people are gonna rob me. If I don't, call, you know, you have to call the police because you can't go out there and break up a knife fight. I mean, it's stupid. It's so stupid and it's killing us in the streets because you don't live in a neighborhood where people are mistrusting police. I guarantee this guy does not live in an all-black neighborhood. (laughs) Guarantee it. Goofy. Let's be better. Anyway, I hope everybody has an amazing weekend. We're already mid-August. It's rolling, man. It's rolling. It's crazy because third grade seemed like it took forever. From the beginning of the school year to the end of the school year. I just remember counting the days. Like, wow, this is... But once you get an adult, man, it just goes so fast. So don't waste any time. Don't waste any time. You're not promised tomorrow. So don't waste it. Don't sit around, put things off, wait. Just go for it. Just go for it. Leave your day exhausted because you did everything you possibly could do. And for each of us, it's going to be different. It's going to be different. But just give it everything you have. Love the people who love you. Go all out. And wake up and do it again. Until you don't. Happy Friday.